0: Today I want to talk about organized religion. I wrote a piece called A Word or Two About Organized Religion a while back and I'm going to read it to you. And it's, It talks about how we are raised and everything else that goes with it and a little bit about myself at the end. So around the world we as a species have been pigeonholed by religion based on our location in the world and local culture therein. We're raised by our parents, whoever, whomever they may be, be it natural parents, grandparents, adoptive parents, or what have you. They are our first and foremost cultural pattern makers for the future lives we will live. Whatever cultural, spiritual beliefs they practice are passed on to the children in their care, or not, depending on the parents. This is one of the reasons why certain spiritual practices are called organized religions. It's because they are passed down and have large regional populations as participants in these rituals. For example, Judaism, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Hindi, and Buddhism. Trouble with that as these organized religions have become so entrenched in people's everyday lives that there is little tolerance for any other organized cultural religious practice. They are too alien to contemplate for most. Most people are content with what they are taught as children and don't wish to think about making any changes in their spiritual lives. It's too uncomfortable. People don't like change very much. It makes them feel unsafe brings up that Neanderthal fight, flight, or freeze defense mechanism carried in our basic root-brain functions. Whatever religion you were raised with now becomes yours to pass on to your progeny. These religions can take on a cult-like appearance at times. Going back in time, we look at the original one-god religion of the Israelites when they migrated out of Mesopotamia and headed down to the area we now know as Palestine and the surrounding regions. According to the scientists who study ancient human migrations, this one god religion started with a religion that's worshiped a sun god called Baal. It has morphed into several offshoots after several thousands of years into Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Mormonism, and all the other Christian Protestant offshoots. The original Christian religion, as we all know, started with the prophet Jesus of Nazareth and morphed into Catholicism after the Roman Empire died out in its original form. The old empire was remade into the Holy Roman Catholic Church, and instead of a Roman Emperor, they changed the name to Pope. These popes behaved as badly as the old emperors did when the empire was at its height. They sent out massive armies to conquer the world in the name of the Church. Demanded local kings and queens to give obeisance to the Church in Rome, which some still do today. Example, the monarchy in Spain. These popes committed de facto genocide against other cultures with spiritual beliefs different than theirs. Over time, cultures like the Celts, Norse, Islam, think the Crusades, and others around the world were slaughtered in the name of this one God religion. Their original cultural beliefs supplanted by forced indoctrination of this organized religion, except Islam and other religions, their Christians and Muslims are still fighting the battle over world dominance. The other organized religions were just as guilty and still are today. The Hindus and Muslims are in a perpetual struggle over who is going to have the predominant culture in their regions. The Hindus are afraid of the Muslims taking away the culture they have embraced for thousands of years. The Muslims are just as bad as the Christians in pushing their mandate to take over the world as the predominant religion. The only ones who benefit from this are the religious leaders. This has been the driving ideology behind all of this. Population control so the leaders can enrich themselves further. Using organized religion to fleece money and goods from the believers so that the leaders can personally benefit from it has been around since the first organized tribes with shaman. This is the ultimate drug hike derived from the feeling of ultimate power of life and death over masses of people. This has been proven over and over again since the dawn of mankind. How do you think kings, queens, and emperors got to be where they were back in the old medieval days? Some got there by fighting prowess and stayed, usually not for long, on thrones by sheer muscle and lack of scruples. Some managed to keep their heads and thrones long enough to establish family inheritances, usually contested by other family members at death. The most common histories are that of the English wars of succession that are well documented through the ages. The Chinese, Koreans, and Japanese all had the same thing going on as well. If anyone has ever watched any of the Asian movies from the medieval days of emperors and wars of secession over there, they would see the same similarities to the ones from Europe. Humans, humans haven't changed in the thousands of years of their existence. They will always rally, rally around a figurative flag bearer in order to claw their way up to the top of the tribal food chain. Self-centeredness is a large part of the human DNA. The Catholic Church held sway over nearly all of the known world at one time. Jesuit priests from Europe traveled the world trying to convert as many indigenous peoples as possible to their religion. I can't, for sh- I can't say for sure that Patrick was a Jesuit priest when he was sent by the Pope Emperor to Ireland to convert the masses of Celt gales to Catholicism. I don't think so, but I'm pretty sure from reading the old stories that his trip was more motivated by revenge than religious zeal. You see, Patrick was an escaped slave originally captured on a raid by the gales to then saxon controlled england raiding across the irish sea was a very common thing back then everyone was doing it the vikings from up north the saxons themselves it was just common practice as a slave patrick not his original name was apparently not treated well treated well according to the stories imagine that a slave complaining about his workload and captivity so as soon as he could He managed to escape back across the sea and made his way to Rome and gain an audience with the Holy Roman Emperor or Pope at the time. He promised with the Pope's support he would go back to Ireland and convert the pagans to Christianity and bring everyone under the sway of the Catholic Church. Of course the Pope Emperor fell for it as who wouldn't want more people he could control and make more money for his church and personal pockets. The rest of the story is very much romanticized history as far as the Catholic Church in Ireland is concerned. They cruelly supplanted the original cultural beliefs of the people, made the Druids go underground to practice their beliefs, and so on. This is just one example of how the old Catholic Church and its emperors conquered Europe and tried to conquer the rest of the world. They got away with it for a few centuries until the Crusades. The Muslims were a pretty strong bunch of kingdoms in their own right and managed to hold out the Christian Crusaders to this day. They are still fighting, although more on paper and social media these days than with swords over who Jerusalem belongs to, the Christians or the Muslims. Then there are all the atrocities committed in the Americas by these Christians, wiping out whole civilizations in their quest for riches and religious dominance. The Spanish Kingdom raped the land for riches decimated whole civilizations in Central and South America during their conquering days, a large part of which was tied to the Catholic Church in Rome. The Catholic Jesuits from France ran all over North America trying to convert the indigenous tribes to convert to Catholicism in their day. Then the English Protestants showed up and committed genocide in their own way. Europeans came over, mostly English, early on and brought their religion with them. Variations of the original Catholic institutions from Rome and the Church of England. The Protestants decided that it was their brand of this Christian religion that everyone needed to believe in, and not the Catholic version, and proceeded to take over from the Catholic Jesuits. In the fairly new United States, they ran the same indoctrination program the Catholics started, only up to yanny even more. They stole their children from the families on the reservations with a scam that they were going to make them white citizens of the new countries. A lot of them died in these so called schools. And a lot of them ended up being the dregs of white society and couldn't ever return back to their tribes out of shame. But that apparently was the intent. How better to subdue an enemy uprising after all the fighting is done? Separate Separate the children out, completely brainwash them from their old cultures that had worked well for them for thousands of years. Does this sound a little familiar in our modern times? If it worked then, why not make it work now? The plan eventually backfired and was discontinued publicly as a government institution back in the mid-20th century by nearly everyone in the United States. Everyone but the United States. I have my own personal history with organized religions and not good experiences by any means. That, and being a voracious reader and history, buff, made me realize just how awful these worldwide religious organizations are in their lives about taking care of the spiritual needs of the people they profess to care about. It's all about the money. The natural drug hide that comes from being the ultimate power authority over millions of people around the world, being worshipped as a demigod and lapping up the adulation they give in their prayers and tithes to these churches from around the world. When I finally saw these connections years ago, I stepped away and embraced the spiritual beliefs of my ancient ancestors, the ones that were stripped away by the Saint Patrick of Ireland and all his priestly cohorts down through the ages. I've been so much happier and a lot less stressed about my spiritual beliefs ever since I stripped off the veil installed by my mother. May she rest in peace. I don't blame her, as she didn't know any better at the time when we were growing up. With a father who was anti-religion in every way, she just wanted us to try and fit in a little better with mainstream society. We never attended any particular church as we moved around a lot when my brother and I were little. We attended whenever father was in good mood, which was rare, and it could have been anything from Methodist to Baptist, whichever was easiest to drive to. That pretty much stopped by the time we reached high school age. Me and my mother got tired of fighting with my father about it and decided to let us figure out our own way. I think because of this lackluster church attendance, my brother and I never quite took up the religious mantle that she tried to pass on to us, like most other parents of the world. I like to think that we were more the exception to the rule than most mainstream peoples around the world today. The vast majority of people around the world embrace the religions of their ancestors, some even fanatical about it. This makes them feel safe and secure in a spiritual world. They have enough to deal with on a secular level every day without having to deal with any insecurities about their spiritual world. My story doesn't end here. My personal religious journey after I left Christianity behind is a whole other story that I may write about soon, but I I don't tend to share too much of my personal life for security reasons. We all have our personal spiritual journey that we have made to bring us where we are now. I still have a little bit more to add to mine before I move on to the Summerlands. Feel free to correct me on any historical stuff written here, as I am a storyteller, a shankade, not a fact checker for news articles. If you feel the need to correct anything, please be kind in the doing. I take no offense if none is given. Merry meet. May the goddess bless you and yours with the bounty from her earth.